0: All right. Hey, real quick trigger warning. We're going to talk about a show that is complex and weird and awesome, but does contain mentions of molestation and surgery on genitals that may or may not be good. Go ahead and skip it if you want. We love you and we'll talk to you next time.
1: Welcome to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary.
0: I'm Kath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Kath.
1: And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We have so many patrons to thank. Oh thank God. you guys so much. Anya K. Anya K. is a little bit gay. Sure. Tiago N. Tiago N can
0: build a great fence you're outdoing yourself (laughs) colin b colin b is smaller than a flea yes abigail s abigail s has the prettiest dress yeah theo g theo g just planted a tree yes colby t colby t planted a different tree (laughs) no colby let me do you right colby t sailed the sea Colby T. enjoys a nice brie. Yes, they might. Uh, Jamie G. Jamie G. They all rhyme with E. <laughs> That's why you'd think like, like, I'd come in of a, the letters. I'd come up with better ones. Yeah. Uh, what, Jamie G? Jamie G. Oh my God, I went to high school with Jamie G. I know it doesn't yeah. rhyme, but hey, Jamie. Jocelyn uh, L. Jocelyn L. Jocelyn L. is not going to hell. <laughs> you take M- that back. M. L. M. L. is going to hell. Yeah. Uh, Renee Renee, what? No, just Renee. Renee likes cherries flambé. Jerry E. Jerry E chopped down Colby's tree. Oh dear. Alex M. Alex M drives really fast in indianapolis i know it doesn't rhyme but i got to give alex props for that good driving all right alexandra l alexandra l has beautiful flowing hair with like waves in it kind mm-hmm. of curls also yeah. doesn't rhyme but i'm not going to lie about alexandra l nora nora h nora h has a last name that begins with h or h if which you're is in the, the uk hardest thing to rhyme with thanks nora is that our crew? That's our crew. Thank you, supporters. Thank you
1: so, so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you. And uh, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, we actually, um, I've been wanting to post some more content there, but we have a lot of, you. basically, you, you can be a patron for a dollar and uh, you get access to a bunch of other bonus content.
0: Oh, one of my favorites is where we figure out whether Faith is bisexual or not. It's hilarious. Like, I know it's my own material, but that was- like I feel like releasing that on the normal feed at some point. At in some the, point, I, maybe. I shouldn't have said that. Now yeah. no one's gonna give us their dollar. Well, though we have all our Buffy podcasts, mm-hmm. we have some
1: other. We have lots of other good content on There's the. There's some goodies uh, there. On the um,
0: on the um, Patreon. There's a short and terrifying film about uh, featuring our pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. So a question today. We we're eating breakfast, and I asked Faith. And Faith said, should we record this? And I was like, hell yeah. And we continued to eat breakfast in silence, trying to keep our (laughs) thoughts to ourselves because... You know, half the to time to save our thoughts for you, our exactly. dear listeners, and we wanted it to be fresh. We don't want to talk yeah. about it and then come here and like rehash it. What, what's that going to do? Make mm-hmm. a more polished podcast? No, no, <laughs> that's not the kind you of want low professional podcast. You go listen to NPR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right? I, have you heard a serial? Yeah, check them out. Have some fun with that. What are we talking about today, Faith? Well, you asked the questions. All right. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Sure. What's your question? In the musical movie play Hedwig and the Angry Inch yes is Hedwig the lead character
1: yes yes they are thank you everyone (laughs) thanks for listening everyone bye bye
0: I'm sorry. I... Okay, okay. I was going to play that yeah. out too long until okay. yeah. it got unfunny, mm-hmm. and here we are. And you, and you <laughs> succeeded. <laughs> we're gonna. If you haven't heard of Hedwig and the Angry Inch, we'll give you a, a quick plot go, synopsis. Go, go, uh go! Watch it now.
1: Uh, the movie, or if you can find a play version.
0: Yeah. Um. And what we're going to talk about isn't going to be spoilery. There aren't really spoilers in it. It's just sort of a slice of life it's, thing. It's not
1: really spoilery. Um just go go watch it right. and then come back and then we're gonna put a warning here if if you want spoilers for a 20 or 30 year old all right play um I think the internet's gone a little crazy on the spoilers where people are like we're gonna talk about Ben Hur, the original silent film spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it like you've had you've had 30 years to watch Hedwig if you haven't or maybe 25 years to watch Hedwig if you haven't go watch it. Link Either down the below. movie or the play or whatever, then come back.
0: Yeah, find a theater putting on Hedwig. Yeah, now or just watch the movie. The movie's great. I yeah, love the it movie. It actually is really good. Okay, so the question in uh, in my mind is: This lead character Hedwig, which is a woman's a woman's name, but I'm going to go with they for reasons that will become clear. Is this character a gay man, a trans woman, both, neither? other or is it deliberately left ambiguous and when i say it i'm not talking about a human being i mean the concept of their sexuality and their uh sexual orientation so faith Hi. yeah hi
1: I, I'm first. I think I think there is an answer in the text, okay, which we'll get to. Okay, but um, can we go a little bit in the background of Hedwig yeah, and your life experience absolutely. with Hedwig? Yeah, I tell first, me what you
0: think about it and when you learned about it. And I all that.
1: first learned about it from MTV mm-hmm. in the nineteen, in like 1995, maybe. Okay, um, MTV had like a short little. Thirty-minute thing on this like crazy new play that's all gender bendy, mm-hmm. um, and basically that was like kind of like how I first heard about it, and because it was like gender bendy, I was like, oh, I'm trans and not willing to uh, accept <laughs> this about myself, but I'm still fascinated by it. So I did, I did <laughs> learn a little bit about it, and I think this I is went weirdly to an compelling. Art anyway. Yeah, I went to an art school and um. Some kids who I was friends with were in the theater department, so I think one of them had like the the CD of like the stage, the original stage performance. Okay, and so so I listened to that a little bit, and then the movie came out. I don't gotta look at when this stuff happened. All right. (laughs) Uh, So oh, it was it was produced in 1998 off Broadway. Off Broadway. So I must have been in
0: college then. I mean, maybe you weren't on the ground floor of Hedwig. Sorry, maybe you found out about it two years after it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I
1: remember it being high school, but I, I clearly did not remember this particularly wrong, or I remember this wrong. Hmm. But um, they there was also a movie that came out, and I think that's how most people know it. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Oh, the 2001 film. Yeah. So that one came out. 2001. Um, so this was year. when I was in college and I was still kind of a little hesitant to come out trans, but also like clearly playing with this as much as humanly possible. Yes.
0: You know, um, just like we advise all of our listeners, investigate, look, read things, watch things, find out about your sexuality, ask questions, try things on. Yeah. Figure it out.
1: So this story uh, by uh, John Cameron Mitchell, who plays the lead, and Stephen Trask, mm-hmm. who wrote the music. Uh, basically tells the story of a young boy. He's not. He's not even young. He's in his twenties. Um, in my early mid twenties. Early mid twenties. In the late middle mid eighties, he was in his early mid twenties. Okay. It's a funny. It's it's a very very funny uh, story, and also sad. Mm-hmm. But he basically is living in East Germany. Um, listening to Armed Forces Radio and all the David Bowies and Iggy Pops, and this is very glam rock. Mm -hmm. This is very much paying homage to uh, that kind of 70s gender-bending queer thing, which I would like to point out, David Bowie in the 80s um, actually spent a lot of time in uh, Berlin, Mm -hmm. no, in the 70s, sorry, Mm -hmm. spent a lot of time in then West Berlin, And uh, was dating a trans cafe owner. Oh. And this trans, ca- trans woman cafe owner uh, also apparently dated like Mick Jagger and like Iggy Pop and like a bunch of people. What a who woman. Hung What's out, her name? Who hung out at this. Um, her cafe. Her cafe in, uh, sh- I want to say it was Charlottenburg. Please tell me there's a movie about this woman. There should woman. be.
0: Please tell the muse the soundtrack alone. Oh, my God. Romy Hag. Romy Hag.
1: Romy Hag is if also you should definitely look up Romy Hag because Link down below. They were um Dutch she, actually. She's Dutch. She yeah, she was Dutch. And uh basically in Schonenberg, yeah, and uh ran this cafe. And the people who used to hang out there include like Tina Turner, Grace Jones, Iggy Pop, Freddie Mercury, Lou Reed, David Bowie. Uh so basically this was this was like if you know about like Bowie's Berlin trilogy, if you know about uh Nick Cave and all that, there was a lot going on musically in Berlin in the seventies. Can you scroll down that Wikipedia page real quick just so we can see mm-hmm. if there's a movie? Okay. She has roles in twenty six films. Oh my gosh, she's but an actress. Yeah. Uh so anyway, Romy Hag is kind of a legend <gasps> and uh, a little bit underground, but but uh, still, yeah, that would make a fun movie. Definitely. Yeah. And so that, that all sort of plays into this, uh, this kind of idea that it's it's all very, it's all part of that glam, gender bendy, crazy outrageous rock, kind of like the Iggy Pop and the Stooges and the David Bowies and all that in the 70s. Uh, there were three David Bowies. now. Uh, David Bowie and and you know all this like kind of androgynous glam rock. So this is definitely paying heavy homage to that. Okay. Uh, Hedwig is living in e- or Helmet, I think is his name at that point, mm. is living in East Germany and
0: uh, other side of the wall, Might other well side of the wall, other side of the planet at yep. that time.
1: Somehow befriends an American soldier who he ends up dating. I don't know what the American soldier was doing in East Berlin, but yes, I think
0: you, you do. could they occupied East Berlin, Checkpoint Charlie. That was West Berlin. But that was the checkpoint to the other side. Yeah, but you couldn't cross something. over. That was the whole point. But he was there and snuck into a bar think, or something. I think I think know. actually
1: from my reading about Berlin, a lot of American soldiers would go over to East Berlin because the uh
0: Booze was way cheaper. I bet,
1: Uh, but there was like a lot of like weird rules about you couldn't smuggle, you couldn't bring currency back and forth, Mm. so you had to like smuggle in the currency, and you could get in a lot of trouble for it. But if you could, like, you could only bring in like five marks, okay? uh, And then so anyway, soldiers could come out. U.S. soldiers could, in theory, have gone over the wall to go drinking and come back, so that was certainly possible. So anyway, falls in love with this. Uh, older man who's an American soldier, and but the, older
0: meaning older than twenty four. Like, is it old? I think he's like in his thirties. I think he's like forties, okay. maybe.
1: Okay. Um, and basically they, together with his mom and the soldier, they concoct this plan that they're going to sneak out of East Berlin. It's the okay. only way to get out of East Berlin.
0: Helmet slash Hedwig. Yes, is desperate to get out of East Berlin, and or is desperate to marry this man. So the or- I, yeah. Both, I, thought the idea was, one I thought the idea
1: was that it was to get out, but also I, I, this was the ticket out.
0: I got the impression that the, mostly it's about getting out, but also mm-hmm. here's how you can get out. Yeah, And you do love this guy. And, so it was okay. to marry
1: this guy. And the only yes. way to marry this guy is to legally be a woman. So yes. Hedwig undergoes a sex change operation. And again, not very realistic because they don't undergo any sort of hormone therapy or... Um, anything like that they just like apparently you can just show up at some maybe they maybe it's some like underground
0: i imagine terrible
1: surgeon and so So they lose the dick they get the they're in theory getting a penile and virgin vaginoplasty or some other vaginoplasty uh but it they don't dilate i think is the problem That's what I'm going to go with. Hedwig doesn't (gasps) dilate well enough because when you get your GRS, (laughs) you have to dilate. And if you don't, it'll close up. So anyway, Hedwig uh, gets this operation and apparently the operation is botched and Hedwig is left not with a lovely vagina, but with a inch, one inch mound of flesh.
0: A one inch mound of flesh. Now, as much as I hate the whole narrative of everyone being like scrutinizing in minute detail about the genitals of trans people. What I concluded was they just cut off the end of the penis, let Helmut Hedwig heal up, and that's it.
1: They might have. That's might have, it might and, not have been a good East German doctor. The
0: one inch is the base of the piece.
1: It, it might be that i don't think they get into too specific detail other than that the operation got botched
0: i understand and i and, and I, it might not have been a good operation
1: maybe they weren't doing a vaginoplasty maybe it was some back alley berlin surgeon
0: but the idea was to get a vagina the reality was their their the genitals were changed it's not what they had wanted and they're making the best of it and I don't want to dwell on it too much, but it's literally in the title. It's a Barbie
1: doll crotch is how they describe it. Okay. It's, it's basically, they end up just with no junk.
0: Okay. So they're junkless. Yeah, junkless. Got it.
1: And uh, basically, uh, Hedwig moves to with the soldier to Junction City, Kansas, yeah. where uh, they, you know, lives with the soldier for a while and- uh, basically, then learns that the Berlin Wall fell, <laughs> like like a year after they they are living in Junction <laughs> in a trailer park in Junction City, Kansas, this tiny little town, working as like a cashier or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, and the
0: trailer park is better than East Berlin,
1: maybe, maybe. No okay. Stasi, but um, and then uh, Hedwig basically forms a band and uh, befriends this befriends molests this (laughs) young teenage boy and they so they start a band and then basically the young teenage boy steals all of Hedwig's
0: songs Ah, and becomes Tommy Gnosis okay
1: and and becomes a huge rock star and Hedwig is basically following them around on tour Mm. and performing in in these crappy little places while howard johnson
0: i i was led to understand it was yeah it's a it's the howard johnson in every town like they would go yeah Yeah.
1: in the movie it's like a shake fish shack or something it's like captain troller's fish shack or whatever (laughs) like a red lobster essentially is tommy gnosis
0: can you can you think of like a a comparable Rock star in real yeah, it's life. It's David Bowie.
1: It's David Bowie. I'm a hundred percent sure it's supposed to be David Bowie. Continue. Or at least inspired by David Bowie or Iggy Pop or okay. that again that kind of glam rock. Per- I thought they were persona. a little more
0: mainstream. But I guess David Bowie was David pretty Bowie's mainstream. Pretty damn mainstream. Okay, continue.
1: Um, and then uh, basically that's that's kind of the story. And then uh Hedwig's girlfriend boyfriend Hedwig's boyfriend is uh, Yitzhak. Mm-hmm who want, who longs to be a drag queen uh, beautiful drag queen mm-hmm. but Hedwig keeps them from doing that all out right. of jealousy I think all right and so that's basically it there's all these songs that tell this story and in the stage version it's basically just the songs mm-hmm. you're watching a band you're not watching really a play that gets acted out you're just watching a band perform songs and these songs all tell the story spell out the story and there's like little monologues in between And then in the movie, it's a little more of like a narrative because you'd have to do a little more of a narrative.
0: What are Hedwig's pronouns?
1: In the okay, so it's she her mostly in the play. Okay, or in the movie play whatever in the book.
0: In the book, it's she her. Okay.
1: So, what's your experience with Hedwig?
0: Um, I. It's so sad. And it's so, I, it's so unlike traditional Broadway, and I like traditional Broadway, and Faith does not like traditional Broadway, and in fact, the only musical we have gone to see together is Hedwig and the Angry Inch, starring Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Um,
1: We've seen two other musicals, by the way.
0: Oh, the bad one? and mandy and patty yeah but that wasn't a musical that was like a night with mandy and patty yeah which was a uh, christmas present and i loved it because i'm a mandy patinkin fan digressing mm-hmm. um so hedwig i'm not sure if i like hedwig the the show um and not because it's non-traditional i like punk rock i like you know berlin i like complicated stories it's just, everything is so sad and so awful. Hedwig is uh, does not get good surgery. Hedwig lived in East Berlin. Hedwig then lived in a trailer park. Hedwig's songs got stolen. Hedwig performs at Howard Johnson's all over the country with this ragtag crew of buddies. It's, yeah. it's... I'm trying to find joy in the quirkiness, that's,
1: but it's so bad. That is actually one of the reasons that I love John Cameron Mitchell's performance. Okay. Uh, and I didn't like Neil Patrick Harris's. Okay. Is because it is, Hedwig is very funny. And Hedwig is basically telling jokes the entire time. Yeah. That, in like, between songs.
0: Dark, bitter jokes.
1: But that's why I love John Cameron Mitchell. <laughs> He's so fucking, he plays it with this like bitter, Bitter edge mm. and plays the jokes so well that they're like rehearsed jokes mm. that they don't even want to be telling. Ah. And it's just this, this like edge of like, horrible bitterness to the character that is fantastic
0: and neil patrick harris was a little lighter he was yep. a, yeah he was a little sillier he
1: was sillier almost. he was enjoying the jokes yeah. he was having too much fun
0: but, with it but and, hedwig is just saying it and like, it's really fucking grim like
1: hedwig is yeah like the jokes should you know they have the fur coat on and she'll be like someone came up to me and said don't wear fur because, like what poor unfortunate creature had to die so you could wear that fur, Aunt Trudy? I replied, <laughs> and it's like, and you get like little, and it's it's, but it's told in this way of like I have told this joke five hundred times. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off that I have to be sitting here telling you this joke, but it's still funny. And it's but it, and it's just undercurrent of just bitter rage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is so well done in the character. And you know it does have a sort of happy ending, sort of, sort of, and no spoilers, no spoilers, but you know (laughs) the characters sort of get what they want in the end. Yeah, Um, but yeah, it is Hedwig does have an unfortunate life,
0: and and Hedwig is a molester in the yeah
1: in the movie. I think. I don't know if Tommy Gnosis is supposed to be like eighteen or like a teenager. I
0: kinda got a sixteen. Like like sixteen. That's also what I kinda which, got. Which is I don't I don't know how I got that. I don't know what the age of is, consent
1: in Kansas. The is. line is
0: kind of important.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you got to start looking up the age of consent in various places. It's not a good
0: never live your
1: life in a way that you have to like there's like it's like what is it there's like the Transformers (laughs) movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know which one but like apparently one of the guys is dating like a teenager and he has like the laminated card of like okay. the law in his wallet, yeah. and he's like, "See, age of consent in Colorado or wherever we are is, oh is is this?" And and it's like, don't dude, if you've got to do, don't live your life in such no. a way that you're so concerned about age of consent laws. Yeah, um,
0: let people grow up. <laughs> yeah, give them a few years. Yeah, um. So okay, but even. All right. So that I don't want to get into the whole complicated children consent mm-hmm. and the sexuality of children. And that's a whole nother episode that we're never going to do. No. Um, but I. I think I would like this show if it was a woman who grew up in a trailer park in Kansas and wrote great songs that got stolen and then toured around like that's that's enough tragedy for me yeah but east berlin botched surgery the wall fell 10 seconds after i lost my genitals mm-hmm. um molestation like there's a there's a lot going on there here, is, and i yeah. think that's the difference between you and me and broadway musicals and you like the darkness and the complexity mm-hmm. and and the comedy
1: and the songs the songs and, are really good and like and origin of love is such a beautiful song and, and yeah
0: and um but uh, that is also kind of a weird song Like all of the songs have kind of a weird Funky twist to them yeah. Which is probably why you like Wake them in a Box
1: is fun mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. We in a Box is the bitter song It's like on nights like this mm-hmm. When the world's a bit amiss And this is Hedwig watching the Berlin Wall Fall yes. <laughs> at the trailer park yeah. um, I get down I feel had You know feel mm-hmm. on the verge of going mad And it's, it's very much like like that mm-hmm. there's some there's some really great songs in it including um um wicked little town mm-hmm. which uh i think the wicked little town is done twice hedwig has their wicked w- wicked little town Berlin. That, that they sing mm-hmm. and then at the end tommy gnosis has a version of wicked little town okay and that is all they're both done by john cameron mitchell plays both parts oh
0: that's right yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> or whoever's playing Hedwig plays both parts. Theo Kogan Who from... That? Theo Kogan was a um, uh, singer for the Lunachicks, mm. which was like an L.A. band that, that often gets put in with Riot Girl, but they really weren't Riot Girl. They were more a little more punk, a little more like 80s L.A. Um, a little bit of uh, 80s L.A. metal, a little mm-hmm. bit of punk. Um, but they did... Uh, she also did Theo and the Skyscrapers, which was another band, uh, but she did uh, Hedwig,
0: and so, I really wish I would have been able to see her do it. Women have been cast in this role, yeah, and men have been cast mm-hmm. in this role. And I guess what the what they're actually looking for is an amazing voice and kind of a, a scrawny body shape. Even yeah, they don't want.
1: Although, um, what's his name? Tay was it Tay Diggs? Tay Diggs
0: played was Hedwig. not scrawny?
1: Yeah, Tay Diggs is not scrawny. I would have been curious to see Tay Diggs because I like Tay Diggs.
0: Um so okay, Neil Patrick Harris first started starting the first Broadway production, mm-hmm. took over by Andrew Rannells, then Michael C. Hall, Darren Chris, Tay Diggs, Rebecca Naomi, nope that was Yitzhak. Uh that's just Hurt that's Locker. That. Oh my god. That's just that one.
1: And actually, we saw, as soon as we bought our tickets, we basically learned that John Cameron Mitchell
0: was going to be playing instead. And I was like,
1: ah. Wish after gotten to see. Yeah. Neil yeah. Patrick Harris
0: left. John Cameron Mitchell came in yeah. and took over after we saw Neil Patrick Harris. And
1: a lot of people have played uh, an off Broadway or yeah. international versions or whatever. I yeah. think it's probably a great role. Yeah. Because it's it so is fantastic. dark and complicated and it funny,
0: is. and you've got to be able to build. Mm-hmm. So, what I was not clear about is. Hedwig's sexuality and gender identity. For real, real, not in the situation I am stuck in. And I had always interpreted it as Hedwig was a gay man who was forced to get surgery to kind of become a woman just to marry their GI and get out of East Berlin. Then their music happened, their songs got stolen, they formed a band, and they toured around... Making the best of a bad situation. Literally the angry inch. Yeah. Hedwig was mad that they had to live as a woman. That's how I interpret it. I
1: think that is part of it.
0: Okay. But then why would you keep
1: living? Talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you keep living as a woman once you get to the U.S.? Yeah. And once you leave your GI husband. Um, So she does leave her husband. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I consulted my brother. But okay I, okay i also well, have what, what i think is
1: the answer from okay. the text so what did your brother say
0: um my brother is a broadway expert and, and i hope he doesn't steal my answer from the text <laughs> I, I asked him uh is hedwig a gay man a trans woman neither both other or is their sexuality and gender identity deliberately left ambiguous my brother says i say the latter ambiguous deliberately left ambiguous my brother continues trans woman is probably closest but I think the makers worked hard to make it ambiguous. All right, what's your they answer? They also
1: Hedwig does refer to themselves as her, refers to themselves as a woman. Look at the woman I've become. But I think that's so another bitter joke. It could be a bitter thing, yeah. Yeah. Th- um, especially okay. since it's wig in a box, which right. is like. um. So look my at how much I fucked up.
0: Trans woman, but probably ambiguous on purpose. So I say gay man, but also ambiguous on purpose.
1: I want to say this is the this is the second to last song of the show. Okay, and this is the. This is um, the Tommy Gnosis version of Wicked Little Town. Okay. Uh, but this one is, the lyrics of this, for I, all right, this is Tommy Gnosis singing, Forgive me, for I did not know, because I was just a boy, and you were so much more than any god could ever plan, more than a woman or a man. Wow! So I think that in, in text would be the answer, is that Hedwig is something else
0: okay i like more
1: that. than a woman more than a man something sort of magical and in between and nothing and neither and both huh and then the, the more than a god could plan harkens back to what we mentioned before the origin of love which is a song about how um the gods basically fucked us over <laughs> it's a great song i love That's that so song great.
0: <laughs> it okay.
1: Yeah, it's such a great song. Um I know someone who had the, the them and their partner each had from the movie there's like a little the drawings, the little drawings. So they each had one of the little drawings tattooed.
0: You wanna? Uh
1: maybe. Oh, Cats Crying <laughs> It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a good show. I think it's really a really good show. So I think that I think that's like the idea is that it's, it's, you're transcending to be something else. You're a rock <laughs> god. And I, I think oh, that's... a
0: rock god. What? That makes it more a, down on the ground to me. I'm thinking, whereas we perceive yeah. the the message as ambiguous, yeah. I think it's what you're saying with the lyrics is it is greater than yeah just a woman with whatever sexuality or just a man with whatever sexuality mm-hmm. it's it's someone who through a series of really shitty circumstances yeah. transcends mm-hmm. those um wow wow we should watch the movie we should we actually <laughs> we, we really
1: should i have it on dvd and i have uh some of the cast recordings it's so
0: sad though yeah doesn't it doesn't it, it's, Do you feel sad when you no, watch
1: it? No, I don't, because it's to me it's so hyper real. Okay, like it's it, it's what's the word surreal? It's okay. it's surreal. It it's to me it's not realistic. It's so utterly fantastical that it's that to me it's it's not like a true story. It's not like I'm okay. accepting this as like real events. Okay, there's plenty. Of, there's plenty. I just had to stop reading a book about prisons because it was too fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, re- you know, stories can really bum me out, but like um But
0: this didn't really happen unless it did. But versions of this have happened I to mean, people. I,
1: I remember being in the Berlin Wall Museum in Berlin and like reading the stories and I remember tearing up at parts of that. Mm-hmm. And um I remember reading a book about the fall of the Berlin Wall and, and tearing up at at, you know, bits of that when people were were escaping or were when the wall finally came down like um. but yeah to me this is this is like so fantastical and not realistic that it just that level of emotion didn't quite come across to me
0: Okay, what do we know about John Cameron Mitchell
1: I know that he grew up in the army he was an army brat because there are some things in there that by there I'm pointing to the the phone, Your phone. <laughs> where uh the information resides uh, no there are some things in the uh in the book in the play uh that definitely speak to someone who knows what they're talking about Army uh, right, for right. army stuff yeah. like they mentioned like the px and if you're if you're not an army brat you probably don't know what the px is
0: or like have enlisted i mean okay, oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or
1: have been in the military yes. or married someone in the military if you're not like associated <laughs> with the military um mentioning that talking about the korean brides on the base mm-hmm. <laughs> and if that's like a thing of like young gis were stationed in korea and Married a bunch of Korean women. That was like a big cliche. Yeah. Um, So there's things like that that you definitely... I think his dad was like the NATO commander of Europe or something. Like pretty big general.
0: Is he, John Cameron Mitchell a Brit or American? American, yeah. Okay, okay. But grew
1: up in Germany. Okay. Again, like on the army bases. Okay. Probably Rammstein or and, whatever.
0: And he hasn't written another... He tremendous wrote a musical. No,
1: and he's written some Since other then. stuff. And we watched. There
0: was one that he we made a watched. movie called Short Bus. That one, I that was such a. I didn't like that movie. It was bad. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I rented it and I watched it with my roommate at the time. And she sat down and I said, "This is called Short Bus," and I've been warned it has a lot of explicit sex in it. And the opening <laughs> scene is a woman getting fucked against a, a window and like the view from outside and we're about a minute in and i said to my roommate i wonder when the explicit sex is gonna start <laughs>
1: yeah there's like orgy scenes in that there that are, are like pretty
0: that are real sex yeah that's what real I sex. understand yeah. yeah um you know watch it or not what else does he do um short bus was before hedwig i think was it i thought oh, it was thought after maybe maybe i don't know what i'm talking what's, about what's... i loved him in imdb uh <laughs> <laughs>
1: John Cameron Mitchell, short bus, yeah. How to talk to girls at parties? Oh, you know that one. I, I didn't realize he was involved in that one. Huh. I kind of want to watch that one, except I think it's about aliens or something. Oh, that's like, interesting. I think I think I think Dakota Fanning is like an alien, alien, and they're like in the punk scene in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Might be interesting. Rabbit Hole, haven't seen that one. So he's he's apparently doing some. Oh, he was on The Good Fight. Oh, for three years. Yeah. Uh, so apparently uh, did something, to, has done some stuff. Done mm. some acting, done some some indie films.
0: It all seems pretty quirky and, and not mainstream, but still. Yeah.
1: Oh, he, Apparently he played Andy Warhol, which if I were going to cast Andy Warhol, I, I was on Girls for two years. I would have cast, I would have thought about John Cameron Mitchell for the role of uh, Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah, that's cool. It'd be kind of fun. So yeah, he is... Born in Texas, yeah, born in Texas. So, how to talk to girls apart? I kind of want to watch that now that I know that he directed it because I saw the trailer a while back. Okay. Um So, yeah, he's yeah, I guess I guess a working working entertainer. Yeah, so, writer, um, actor,
0: yeah, director. All right. Well. Watch it if you want. Um, See if it fills you with absurd joy or utter despair and let us know what you think, what your opinion is. It's probably left deliberately ambiguous. We are probably supposed to have a level of discomfort with um, trying to categorize. I would also say the outfits are fantastic
1: and the makeup is apparently and the makeup in the movie especially is crazy insane i remember a friend of mine and i used to do the john cameron mitchell's the hedwig lip color which is just you'd have to get this red glitter powder oh yes and then you would you would basically put on clear lip gloss and then crunch on this lip glitter glitter which is which looks amazing for about a minute and a half but so
0: amazing and
1: yeah but then so when they were doing the movie i know that they apparently had to like Like at certain points he had to like shave, and then they had to like reapply the makeup and stuff. He had to shave the glitter off. No, they had to shave his. He had to shave his beard, beard. and then like they had to like reapply the makeup. Mm. Um, So it's it it's fabulous. It's Mm. great. I Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of Hedwig. I think for me it was one of those like cool subversive, especially you know subversive about gender ideas and um, gender roles and. sex and i'm all surprised this stuff.
0: it was as big a hit as it was
1: yeah it's 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 a weird i'm surprised it made it to broadway to be I, perfectly honest honestly I, it's curious to me because i feel like it's i don't know that it's a household name yeah you know yeah um i don't know that everyone's heard of it i don't know that like our parents would have heard of it mm-hmm. they might have i don't know but like yeah
0: but they wouldn't have heard of like a bunch of musicals that came out in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, I
1: know so you it's I think for people who were like young and queer in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Definitely or into a, the
0: punk rock scene. Like this yeah. was originally a show in some.
1: It originally punk was like rock Lower East Side, East yeah. yeah. Or yeah, East Village and like yeah, they used to just have a band and play mm-hmm. and then uh, tell these stories in between. So that's sort of how it started out. Uh, yeah, it's it was, uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I definitely recommend checking it out. It's queer. It's, it's transgressive when it comes to gender, and um, there's some unrealistic sex change stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's it's fun. Anything else? No, yeah. I think I think yeah. Check out Hedwig, and um, we'll we'll try to do some more stuff. We'll maybe throw some more queer trans movies at you guys yes
0: i want to hear from you yes you the person whose ears are holding my voice right now if you watch this what do you think yeah what's your what's your opinion did you like it did you like the music songs uh the horrible tragic story the incredibly bitter comedy let us know oh also if you have a trans movie that you think we should review
1: i know some people apparently grew up heavily influenced by the the Rodney Danger film Ladybugs. Oh
0: god, we have to watch <laughs> Which we're gonna that. watch.
1: No. You know, we did we gotta still gotta do it, a Danish girl episode. We live tweeted it right after we started the podcast, so I don't think a lot of people have seen it. Uh-huh. Uh, so we've gotta We'll do, we'll do that one and we'll do some other ones like Mom V and Rose is one yes. that I remember I remember checking out one from the library that was a British film called Different for Girls.
0: Alright, alright. Um, yeah. I so mean, there's a, movie reviews are only fun when the movie's terrible so we will do this for you. For you.
1: But I'm not happy about it. No, I think it'll be fun. All right. So yeah, and we also,
0: yeah, well thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening everybody. We will talk to you next time. Alright everyone. Bye-bye. Bye! If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making great content, go to patreon.com slash genderrebels. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. And send your questions to questions at
1: genderrebels.com. Music for the Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Link down below or download them on iTunes. For all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Come comeback sync production, all rights reserved.
0: To all you gender rebels out there, keep, keep rebelling! Rebellion. Is that 10? I don't want my glasses on. Sure. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Today we are talking about Hedwig. Wait, 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 let's. We got all our patrons. Oh my gosh. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith,
1: do we have any patrons to thank? We have so many patrons to thank. Oh thank God. you guys so much.